Hey there, folks, and welcome back to Eddie and Caleb Zerocast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer Eddie Cornelison at eddyc85. Follow the show at ec underscore hero. And our Instagram, ECHeroCast. Gmail is ECHeroCast at gmail.com. And as always, check me out every Thursday morning on the Grave Consequences podcast, which is a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. We are here to record episode 114 of the HeroCast. It is wild. The number just, dude, the number grows by one every week. And it just, it feels wilder and wilder every time. Yeah, that's how numbers go. That is how numbers go. Yes, they uh, you know go up. Uh, it is Monday, June sixth. Fresh off of um, Cody Rhodes wrestling a thirty-minute uh, wrestling match with a torn pectoral, I am podcasting with a, with a pair of bad shoulders. So I, I guess you could say we're kind of like basically doing the exact same thing. Yeah, I don't see a difference. I don't either, honestly. I mean, the word hero is thrown around a lot. Uh, I guess you could say it to Cody, although he's going to take time off. You'll be here next week, so in a way... I will. Uh, in a way, you're a little more of a man than he is. I Yeah, I, you could say I'm something of... Because, I mean, I'm wearing black right now. I'm not a, I'm not a you know, completely like a, a great guy, per se. I've got my flaws. I guess you could say I'm a bit of a dark knight, and um, you know, I'm I'm laying up in bed, so I guess you could say I'm a uh, dark knight rises. <laughs> I think you're more of a white knight, but uh... oh no 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 sir, <laughs> gray knight at best. Oh god, yeah, not that. <laughs> but, yes, um, dark knight rises, guys. You knew about it. You know by the the name of the episode. You know about it if you watched uh, last week's episode, what we're reviewing here. This is the final installment of the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy, folks. Of course, directed by Christopher Nolan. Yeah, <clears throat> man. Yeah. Sad. These were great. I mean, I don't know. Nowadays, Nolan just keeps trying to recreate Inception, and a lot of times it's not that good. He should have just stuck with uh, Batman, you know? I mean, you could do other villains. um, I mean, I know he didn't want to do the goofier ones. Yeah. But, you know, you could have done uh, Penguin and Riddler, who were just in the last movie, ironically. Uh, Easily. They easily could have done a Nightwing film. They set it up. Oh, yeah, I got something to say about that. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, it is kind of silly how they're like, oh, we'll mention that at the end. Um, but still, they set up a potential Nightwing film, but they never had no intention of delivering upon. Yeah, well, you know what, I'll get into it now. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, no. Eddie, what's your middle name? <laughs> Thomas. You should go by that. Mm, uh... No, but uh, I don't mind it. Um, yeah, well, here, let me segue into the facts real, real quick. So, yes, I didn't write them down because th- these budgets are really starting to get disputed, and in the wiki even had a net budget and a gross budget. So, yeah, I, I just went with two thirty, two hundred thirty million. Box office was one 
point zero eight one billion with a B, which is eight hundred twenty million profit. One point three, sorry, one point zero seven. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong one. Eight hundred fifty-one million profit. Uh, adjusted inflation, one point zero seven billion. That puts Dark Knight Rises just above Dark Knight. I'm surprised about that. It was yeah. uh, Dark Knight is number three on the list. Dark Knight Rises okay. has risen past it. It is two on the list. Mm-hmm. We had uh, 851 to 820, but uh, inflation, Dark Knight wins with 1.3 yeah. billion, as opposed to 1.07 billion. But regardless, mm-hmm. ton of money, and that was. Uh, yeah, because that was the thing about the end, where it's like, okay, you're going to retire, you know, uh, Batman. I get it. That's fine. You're done telling his story. But clearly, people still love this franchise. You've set it up perfectly for Nightwing. Okay, so when does he battle, you know, Riddler? Oh, never. Okay. Well, then <laughs> I don't get the point of that. I don't yeah. know. Maybe they thought about it and... Like, oh, we'll put it in the movie just in case, but... Yeah, we'll keep our options open. Yeah, I wish they had. I mean, very rarely do you see... I mean, it's like it ended making, you know, probably when you throw in Blu-ray sales over a billion dollars, and it's like, we're good, we're not going to make any more. It's like, okay. I mean, I know Nightwing probably wouldn't have made as much as Batman, but I'll bet it would have made millions hundreds of millions so especially if you you know had uh bruce wayne be like a mentor or something i don't know yeah but yeah number two on the list of course behind avengers mm-hmm. of course of course we're going into the time capsule first off what were you doing around july of 2012 you have anything cool going on at the time actually yes this is this will say this will go right into uh my history with the movie because they're one and the same oh my god yeah i know uh, get to kill two birds with one stone so yeah be it, careful. Was a, it was around this time i had made the decision i'm going to all 30 ballparks i don't remember if it was this year or the year before but i was like okay what's the next closest that i haven't been to pittsburgh but uh that's just a day trip which you know it ended up being one down the line but like Atlanta, not too far. So, plan a vacation Atlanta for a couple days, like literally two, and then Savannah and Charleston. So I did get to uh, Turner Field, and when I got there, the first thing I see when I walk in, it's like, here's the diagram of our new ballpark. It's like, oh, <laughs> I had no idea. So I gotta come back here. Yeah. Great. Uh, I don't. I, and at the time, it's like, what's wrong with Turner Field? It's right downtown. It's perfectly that was, fine it's nothing that, great but that was why well look if at the time i thought being downtown was like the be all end all and if you if you look at some of these other people who review baseball parks it's like well this one isn't downtown it's just no good it's like you know what downtown's overrated the san yeah. diego ballpark try parking there it's a disaster so um Truest Park, uh, infinitely better. So it's like, okay, I get why they did it now. But uh, By the way, home of the reigning defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. Yeah, but uh, I made a list of uh, all the games I went to, the first time yeah. only, not the multiple ones. 
Yeah. And uh, Turner Field actually got my best pitching performance. Unfortunately, Ooh. not from the Braves. It was oh. uh, <laughs> you guys got seven inning shutout by Barry Zito. <laughs> Ooh, Barry Zito, country music legend. Yeah, I remember uh, it's like the eighth inning or something when you finally got a runner on second and like everybody was doing like the half-hearted chop because you're. <laughs> but uh, I was like, and when it was all said and done, I was like looking at all these pitching performances. I'm like, damn, Barry Zito, a guy who got once regulated to the bullpen for being like this hundred million dollar signee, had the best pitching performance I witnessed. So that's something. But uh, anyway, did Savannah. Savannah's great. Love it. Charleston, South Carolina. Really, really love. And at the time, uh, Dark Knight Rises came out that weekend. Um, Of course, I woke up on Saturday to the news that there was that horrible shooting in Colorado at the theater. Um, So that was sad. But um, just figure, mention that. And, uh, but... I did see it at, the, at a theater in Charleston, and it was, this was around when dine-in theaters were becoming a thing. Columbus had one, but it wasn't anything special. We we have better ones now, but at the time it was just like office chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, this was like the first dine-in theater with reclining seats. I was like, oh man, this is awesome. And could not I don't see movies on vacation or at least I try not to but I just Dark Knight was so great and Bane's my favorite Batman villain I just I couldn't wait so yeah that's what I, I was doing and that's my history it. with the movie so I didn't see this in the theaters at the time actually um this was uh, I mean bro you live in small town Oklahoma you you don't have a job you do have a you do have a truck but you know your your gas is basically on allowance so it's like you know, you're you're making the necessary trips you have to and not doing much else, unfortunately, because, again, you're not, you know, making your own way. Um, so my summer was pretty low key. Lots of uh, weightlifting for to get ready for my senior football season. That didn't go very well. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Is this is this our last movie of 2012 or do we have another one? Uh, one more dread. Spoilers. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Either way. By the um, way, the first three episodes of The Boys, fire. <laughs> I've only seen the first one. I really enjoyed what I saw. That first death was right up there with oh, uh, A-Train running through uh, Huey's <laughs> girlfriend in season one. When that dude explode at... Ex- spoiler. You, kn- you know what was going to happen. See, I didn't even think about it, though. Like, I yeah. really didn't. I was just... I was still in shock that I'm what I'm witnessing. I'm just yeah. like, well, they're really pushing the limit. And I was just like in awe of the insanity that I was watching. And then next thing you know, I was like, okay, we're back. Yep. This is definitely, this is definitely the boys. We're man. back. We have not Seth missed Rogen, a step. Seth Rogen definitely has some influence here for sure. Um, but yeah, my summer was pretty low key. I actually didn't see this until around Christmas of 2012 for what it's worth. That kind of ties into my history there. Uh, your champions in wrestling at the time, of course, July 20th, 2012. Oh, by the way, we got, we got screwed last week. We said we finally made it. It's CM Punk and he's both champions and then he gets hurt. We, We jinxed it. 
here's the thing. Unless he vacates between now and then, which I don't think he will, he I is know. still interim though. He, he is still technically the AEW world champion, even if he's not competing. Yeah, I know, but it's just like we thought we had it, and it's like not quite. By yeah, the time this drops, it's like he won't be the only champion. Exactly, yeah. Oh, well. uh, but yeah, in the WWE, we mentioned him. CM Punk, WWE champion, still in his 434-day title run. The world heavyweight champion in WWE, Sheamus. Now, TNA and Ring of Honor, this is the... Actually, Ring of Honor, their champion is still Kevin Steen at this point in time. And now TNA, this run... This this title win was awesome. The match was awesome. The story was awesome. It's one of those where you felt like TNA, like, oh, my God, you know, we're past the Joe Angle, like, 2006 era. We're past, you know, the, the you know, the, the good times of 2008, 2009. We're through, like, the worst times of the Hogan era so far. TNA really has a shot here, and oddly enough, and he is a pariah at this point. He like can't hardly work anywhere unless EC3 is running the promotion. But <laughs> Austin Aries was your world heavyweight champion, and it felt awesome. It really did. It felt like, oh my god, they've made another star. Yeah, Austin Star. Good joke. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And of course, your number one song here. Sorry, in- sorry, just Star now. I forgot they took away the Austin. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I don't like you. Uh, song. Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, of course. It dominated the summer of 2012. I don't know what else to tell you. Well, we already did the budget. Critics, 87%. Fans, 90%. So a big no, hit. High. Both high? Spoiler alert, those are both high in my opinion. Maybe. Not by much, but they're high. They are high. Um, I'll I'll say this right off the bat, because we don't criticize without offering up a solution. So, this is a movie that should have been, like, when we're done with the podcast and we do, like, the Mount Rushmore, this should have been on that. If not, maybe a notch below, an honorable mention of the Mount Rushmore. But unfortunately, it's not. That's not to say it wasn't great, but it's like it could have been maybe just a notch below Dark Knight, in my opinion. But they made some errors, which we'll get to. Yeah. But that's... uh, We'll get to them when we get to them. I don't know. Maybe it would have made the movie worse if they'd have, you know, changed it. But... uh, I don't know. I don't think it would have. I don't know, man. It's just... Okay, Elephant in the Room. You didn't have Joker in this. I get why you didn't. You know? Yeah. You didn't You didn't want to recast him after Heath Ledger literally died for that performance. Yeah, I, I'm fine if they just pretended he was locked away in an insane asylum. Maximum security. You'll never see from him again. Which yeah. would happen, which would be the case if that really happened in real life. So I'm, yeah, I'm okay he, with that. He wouldn't be in Blackgate. That's the yeah. thing. He be in Blackgate. But, like, if Heath Ledger didn't die, I would have, of course, welcomed another performance. But, yeah. 
I'm fine with him just like, okay, we shipped him off to that maximum security prison in, like, the mountains of Colorado. Where it's like you need, like, a snowmobile to get to or whatever it is. Like, yeah, cool. I, 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 I buy that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I sent a uh, meme to the uh, Cody 4 SummerSlam group. <laughs> I want you to look at it real quick. That's very good. That's great, man. He did it for the culture. Yeah. Um, yeah, I and I also don't even have a problem with Joker not being mentioned in this movie because I mean that's like an elephant in the room. Like, how can you come on? I mean, I get it. Like, you know, their excuses. Well, it's been you know eight years since we've seen the Batman, but still. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, Joker doesn't fit with the overall story of the trilogy. Um. The, the overall story of the trilogy, if you ignore about how great the performance was, the overall story of the trilogy is the city of Gotham, the corruption, and Batman trying to do it the right way. And it's like, here you had the first one, you had Ra's al Ghul, like, no, we need to erase it, start over. And Batman saying, no, we can save it. Then you had Harvey Dent, who's like, I can save it, and I can do it the right way. And Bruce Wayne's like, yep, I agree. And then Joker flipped him, and he's like, oh, I was wrong. And then the third one, you have Bane trying to pick up where Ra's al Ghul left off. Uh, and he was temporarily successful. Uh, that's really the overall story. It's not so much Joker just being an insane person. So I get it, but I don't know. Maybe they could have mentioned him, but uh, to me it wasn't a big deal. But I remember that being a criticism people had. Like, oh, it just felt like a sequel to the first one, not the second one. It's like, <laughs> the Den Act is a big part of this, so... It, it really is, It yeah. did feel like a sequel to the second one to me. They just didn't mention yeah. Joker. No, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, also, and we can talk... We're, we're going to go into the cast right now because I need to say this. I know you love Bane, but honestly, you know, all memes and jokes aside, that voice is really distracting. I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, my I only till this weekend. My complaint with Bane, I guess we'll start with him, yeah. is uh, they did not... So in the... I remember in an interview, Christopher Nolan said he did not want to use, in the comics, Benham. Uh, Bane uses the Venom to become super strong, which we did see in the uh, Batman and Robin, unfortunately. But, we did. Uh, I believe Christopher Nolan's exact quote was, I didn't want like a muscled-out luchador, which I agree that would not fit. I think the implication is that the gas that was being pumped into him uh, made him completely numb to pain from injuries that I'm guessing he sustained in the prison riot. Yes. But they needed to make that more clear. And I would have been fine if every time Batman hit him, he just no sold it. And it's like, if they maybe just dropped the line about like, Oh, by the way, that mask pumps gas into him, which kills his nerve endings. Just say that, you know, and that would have been a lot better, but Tom Hardy, it's Bane. I mean, uh, voice aside, I thought he did a great job acting with his eyes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought, I mean, Tom Hardy's a short guy, but they really made it 
seem like he was this daunting, intimidating, like, mercenary. So I was surprised. It's trick photography. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was surprised by the casting choice, but it, it worked. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. Um, and he did a great job, like I said, acting with the eyes and everything. And um, yeah. he, the main thing is they got Bane right overall. I mean, Bane is super smart, which you did not see in Batman and Robin, but he's smart and super strong. He's like really the worst villain, in my opinion, that Batman has. Yeah. And and I think the fact that he was the only one to be successful, albeit temporarily, in these movies, uh, I think showed that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I made the criticism about the voice and I stand by it, but like, Beyond that, like, this was an excellent performance. Yeah. And shout out my favorite actor, Ben Mendelsohn. As, yeah. As uh, John Daggett. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm in I'm in charge here. I'm in control. <laughs> Look, I uh, this was obviously the first time I really saw him, but if you watch the Netflix show Bloodline. Yeah. Uh, he does. He's so good in that, which... That's a show that's like the season one is so awesome, but it just can't follow it up. And season two and three are just kind of, especially season three was a bit of a letdown. But I think they thought they were getting a season four. Then Netflix is like, no. And they're like, okay, I guess we'll just wrap it up in three episodes. So (laughs) whatever. But he's great in that. And uh, we'll see him down the line. He's a great villain. He'll be villains in future movies. And uh If we ever did Star Wars, he'd be a villain in that, too. Shout out to, uh... Oh, shout out to Cillian Murphy as Scarecrow again. One scene. Good stuff. (laughs) What a great cameo that was. Like, that's perfect for that role. Dude, I love it. Very well, then. Death. By exile. (laughs) I just love that he keeps hanging around this universe, just just like a low-level criminal now. Dude, yeah, just just chilling, and Batman doesn't even care, because it's like... He doesn't have his gas or anything, so what's the deal, you know? Yeah. How about, uh, uh, how about Ben Roethlisberger, Heinz Ward, Troy Polamalu? The the Gotham Knights? Gotham Rogues. What? I used to have a Gotham Rogues t-shirt. That's pretty lame. And I've got... Uh, is that, where is Rapid City, by the way? Uh, Colorado. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, I not only have... I used to have a Gotham Rogues shirt. Uh, sir, Rapid City is in South Dakota. Ah, right. Well, it's definitely real. Um, Absolutely. As so, let me think. Uh, I have the collector's edition Heinz Ward in the Gotham Rogues uh, figure, so that's kind of cool. And I have two. I have a Bane bobblehead and a Bane figure. I'm a big Bane Baniac, but uh, yeah, Gotham Rogues. Yeah. Yeah, Heinz Ward running for his life. <laughs> He's an XFL coach now. Rip. XFL? Uh, he's one of the rumored coach. I, I don't know. I looked at the, there was like a thing where it's like, I was, here's I was the sure. rumored cities and Columbus wasn't on there. I'm like, okay, I don't care about the XFL. Yeah. So yeah, supposedly San Antonio is getting one, which that yeah. kind of sucks because that's actually further away than Dallas, but okay. No, Texas is getting three, so I think you'll find one. So Texas, so I'm going to guess Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. I believe so, yeah. 
No New York or L.A. or Chicago. Good. It, well, first off, New York and L.A. definitely don't need them. No, they didn't. L.A. Chance. doesn't even like L.A. doesn't even like real football, like pro football, and mm. their team just won a Super Bowl. Like Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I think Las Vegas, St. Louis, uh, Orlando. Mm, I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, maybe who knows? somewhere. I don't know. Mm. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Enough about that. Gotham City, they're getting a team. Oh, my God. You said Gotham City. It made me think of the R. Kelly song. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to listen to that after we're done. Um, I already used that as an outro, so can't do it. I was going to say, I know you, you probably used it on Batman and Robin. I think I did, yes. Um. Anyway, next up on the cast, who do we want to talk about? Oh, no, I did Cold as Ice for that one. Of course. I had to do a freeze pun. Stupid. Uh, next up, how about Joseph Gordon-Levitt as John Blake? I liked it. I liked that he immediately, like, it took him all of, like, 15 seconds hanging out with Bruce Wayne to be like, hey, you're Batman. <laughs> that wasn't bad. I didn't mind that. Yeah. But I enjoyed he, He's a detective, so it made sense that he would it pick up on things. Perfect sense that Rob and John Blake would uh, pick up on that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but, but no, um, I thought he played the character pretty well. And, uh, again, like you said, a really good detective. And there's a reason he was going to be Nightwing, y'all. Yeah, he should have been. And quite frankly, like, JGL obviously has leading man energy because he is a leading man. Yeah. Also, did, did, did you remember, this is the second time we've uh, had him on the podcast now? Um, what's the first? G.I. Joe. Oh, God, yeah, right. He'll yeah. be up again, I know. Um, really? I think he's in Sin City 2. Oh, okay. Well, in baseball, one for three is a pretty good average. <laughs> oh, how about Marion... Cotillard. Yes, Cotillard as Marion de Tate. Uh, it's Talia Al Ghul. No spoiler. Bro, we've already made the Robin joke. Like, man, I know. We, we clearly don't care about spoiling anything. Um, I feel like I mean, now granted, this is you know like watching the Sixth Sense in retrospect, but it's like, yeah, it's kind of obvious she's not really on the up and up. Like, yeah, like pay attention to the conversations she's having. She's giving off real like socialist energy, you know? <laughs> um, I don't remember if I knew that she was a villain. I think I might have. But I do think she did a great job disguising it. Like when. Like when Lucius Fox uh, also a great performance, but I didn't know what else to say about him. Yeah. Uh, when he's like, I'm not going to turn my key or use my fingerprint on that or whatever. And she's like, let's just do it. Like, they're just going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, like, they'll probably just, like, chop our hands off and use our thumbprints. So, like, all we're going to do is slow him down five seconds. And she's right, but she's also has the ulterior motive of, yeah, just do it. Uh, yeah, and she also, she was in, like, there was one line where she's like, well, if you want to save the world, you have to start trusting it, Bruce. This coming from the woman who's like, you know, 
you know, the slow blade who's wanting to get revenge on Bruce Wayne. So it, it all rings a little hypocritical, you know, good stuff. Yeah, and I thought the heel turn was really good at the end. Yeah, because they sure. they held it off about as long as you could. Uh, I would say longer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. How about Anne Hathaway as Selena Kyle slash Catwoman, even though she's never called Catwoman? I preferred Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I thought she did a good Catwoman. Yeah. I didn't buy that her and Bruce would ever end up together. Uh, I thought Bruce was, speaking of White Knights, I thought he was, like, big time, like, she's not that into you, dude. And at the very end, it's like, oh, they're together. It's like, ah, eh, I don't know. Uh, that is a bit much. It's just like, that's not who I would have pictured him with. Um, but I guess you had to give him some somebody just because of what Alfred said about his, uh, you know, here's where I could see you in the future thing so you knew yeah. they had to pay that off so yeah i guess but i don't know okay i wouldn't call this a dishonorable mention but like he's been downgraded to shout out status freaking gary oldman as commissioner gordon he's barely in this whatsoever yeah he kind of is i mean he he gets caught he goes to the hospital then he kind of rallies the troops and yeah i mean he, he plays an integral role at the end but he doesn't yeah. um but, like, the first, like, hour 45 of the film, he's just kind of in the background for the most part. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. But, you mentioned him previously, shout out to Michael Caine as Alfred Pennyworth. Excellent performance here. Excellent performance here. And you you know, like, something has become iconic when, like, it becomes a, a gif. And Alfred crying is a gif. Yeah, it is. Um... Oh, yeah, it's going to be obvious. You know what? I'll wait. There's one thing about his performance. I believe this will be the first time on the podcast that I, as the viewer, teared up watching the movie because the performance was so good. You know, okay. I'll, I'll tell you when it happens, although you can probably guess. But enough of that. Main event. Oh, a uh, guy named Christian Bale. Yeah, as Bruce Wayne slash yeah. Batman. I liked him better as Patrick Bateman. <laughs> I like him better as uh, Gore, the God Butcher. I, I like him better as uh, the guy from uh, that other Christopher Nolan movie, um, The Prestige. No, he was great in this, though. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I first off, I love the way how lightly he took Bane. Like, yeah, he's just a thug. Yeah, it then... just, it's like, it's wild to think, like, <laughs> after everything he's been through, multiple instances of saving, I mean, I, I, I suppose it makes sense, like, your ego might be a little bit gassed up if you've, like, stopped not one, but two attacks of terror on your city. True. But it just showed that, like, even in his old age, because he's, what, supposed to be, like, late 30s, early 40s in this film? Uh, yes, I will say, real quick... I did not, this is one of the criticisms of the movie, I did not like that he walked with a cane and then he was magically healed by a knee brace. Yeah. Now, if you want to do, like, the knee brace thing and you want to say he has no cartilage, look, that's fine. We just mentioned Cody, you know, yeah. won a definitely real pro wrestling match. 
uh, <laughs> with, with a torn peck off the bone. But it's like he's walking with a cane, and now he's just this magic knee brace. I don't know. Just leave it at like maybe hey, he limps. Just get the cane out of there. I don't need the if, cane. If that movie came out three years later, he'd be wearing KT tape. Yeah, right. I've used yeah. that. I, I've never. I don't get it. It didn't do anything for me. But I've never used it before. I I, I don't know. Like, is it supposed to like numb the like the sort? No, it's supposed to like um, supposed to like keep a muscle or bone or not bone uh muscle like in place mm. for like blood flow. But I just I used it on my knee. I didn't notice anything. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, get rid of the cane because like the first thing you see of him is it's like he just gets tipped over and it's like, yeah. ugh, this is. And and then to go from that to what he becomes, I just like ah, get just if he didn't have the cane there, it would have made a lot of difference. I think. Yeah. I'll hey, even buy quick. the knee brace thing. Yeah, so we're about to get into the plot, but real quick, shout out to Hans Zimmer specifically for the track "Why Do We Fall." That actually is so, like, it's such a good track, and it's such, you know, brings the energy that, like, that's in my cardio playlist now. Oh, well, good for you. The song that played uh, when he's climbing, you know, without the rope, that song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good stuff. With that, I think we can get into the plot, right? Yes, we can. All right. Let's get her done. All right. So... We open with Commissioner Gordon making a speech about the late, not-so-great Harvey Dent. And we cut to an airfield somewhere overseas, Africa, I believe. And Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. I was going to say the bad guy <laughs> from 12 Rounds, oddly enough. I told someone that that was Littlefinger, who was a big Batman fan and a big Game of Thrones fan. And yeah. she had no idea, and it absolutely blew her mind <laughs> that's fun uh but yeah he's works for the cia he takes this guy named dr pavel onto his plane along with three other guys who are wanted they're blindfolded and they worked for the masked mercenary bane and Littlefinger, he says his flight plan calls for dr pavel and one prisoner so whoever talks can stay on my plane well, he asks one prisoner about Bane. No reply. Littlefinger shoots next to his head, and then he's like, oh, I guess he couldn't fly so well. But then he brings him back onto the plane. So, he's not really killing these people. Uh, yeah. Then he tells the other prisoner, same thing, doesn't speak. And then the other prisoner, who's just waiting there, he's like, perhaps he's wondering... You know, why you would shoot someone before throwing him out of a plane. <laughs> and, uh, good question. Littlefinger did not think that through. So, Littlefinger removes the blindfold from this guy, and it is Bane. Great reveal there. I believe the mask was modeled after a gorilla skull, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Harambe. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. And Littlefinger, um... This is the only indication we get that the mask pumps in gas. He's like, if I take off that mask, will it hurt? Which, the answer is yes, but then Bane turns it around. He's like, yes, for you. And he's like, so is getting caught part of your plan? And Bane drops the big, of course. <laughs> and uh, 
He's like, well, what's next? He's like, taking down this plane with, with no, no survivors. With no survivors. I'm going to try to limit the Bane impressions, but... Uh, yeah, we, we should. They're kind of hack. They are, they are kind of fun, but also, like I said, it is distracting. Yeah. Well, the, the, the other part is Bane says Dr. Pavel refused our offer in favor of yours. We need to know what he told you. And uh, just then, this bigger plane... Uh, is floating, not floating, flying above the other plane. Bunch of guys rappel to the lower plane. They shoot the men inside. They hook onto the plane. Um, they um, basically lift the plane, like tow it, and yes. the wind resistance blows the wings off the plane. And they blow the tail off the plane. They lower in a corpse... This took me a couple viewings to figure out what the hell they were doing, but I finally got it. They performed a blood transfusion on Dr. Pavel with this corpse. I don't know if this would work, but, eh, sure, it's a plane crash. Hey, it's a Nolan film. He, he's going to yeah. use fake science every time. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's they tried. Yeah. Uh, I'm, it, it is, this is not a big complaint of the movie. I'm fine with it. And... So Bane then takes the actual Dr. Pavel, leaves the uh, the corpse with Dr. Pavel's blood in it. And <laughs> I love this part where the guy's about to hook on to Bane. He's like, no, they expect one of us in the wreckage, brother. <laughs> and he's like, did we start the fire? He's like, the fire rises. The fire and he rises. Shoots out of the plane, leaves the other dude behind to crash. Uh, so, all right. Imagine being that guy. Yeah, he thought he made a difference. Yeah. But good catch by Bane. They did expect all those people, Dr. Pavel and a prisoner in the wreckage. And if there was no prisoner in the wreckage, that would raise suspicion. So good for mm. Bane. Yeah, smart. So back to Gotham. Mayor is talking about the Dent Act, which uh, we gather is a bill that gave law enforcement stronger reach and harsher prison sentences to help clean up Gotham. Yes. So, um, I don't know. I guess uh, it's one of those things, it's controversial. It did clean up the streets, but how much does it infringe on people's rights yeah, type of like deal? A common, it's like a commentary on the Patriot Act. Exactly. Which so, is funny because Nolan is actually a conservative. Really? Uh, you can't tell by any Nolan movie you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, if this... <laughs> here's the thing. If I lived in a city as bad as Gotham, I'd probably be fine with the Dent Act. <laughs> I suppose, yes. Yeah, I mean, you got people trying to blow it up on regular occasions, so... Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. You got a uh, whole terrorist organization that wants to see it fall. Yeah, at one point you had two boats with, like, hundreds of people on board... And they could have blown up at any minute. So, um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and lock up these people. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, but Gordon goes to make a speech, and contemplates his other speech, which is the truth about Dent. And he's like, but perhaps another time. The uh, party, by the way, is at why, the. By the way, why did nobody, like, press him about what the hell was that? What, what do you mean? I don't know. That's weird. Well, the party's at the newly built Wayne Manor, mm -hmm. and one of uh, one of the help, the maids, <laughs> she's um, 
she's going to deliver food to Bruce, who's, uh, you know, no one's seen him. He's a big recluse. He's got eight-inch fingernails and long hair and all he, he that. He pees in mason jars. And... Yeah, it's like Mr. Burns when he was, like, a germaphobe with, oh, him with like, tissue boxes for shoes. Hey, real quick, shout out Brett Cullen. Plays the congressman in this. He plays, he actually plays Thomas Wayne in Joker. And he played uh, Ghost Rider's dad in Ghost Rider. Oh, who's dead. Yeah. <laughs> but not of cancer, thank God. Yeah. So meanwhile, billionaire John Daggett and billionaire Miranda Tate, two Gotham socialites, argue about Bruce. <laughs> meanwhile, oh, by the way, uh, Wayne Enterprise is uh, not doing so great. Uh, nope. Meanwhile, uh, we learn Gordon's wife left him, went to Cleveland. And, uh, why? Why? Why was why? Well, maybe she has family there. I know you're from Ohio, but why? I don't know. She has family there. I don't know. Okay. But, oh, I guess there was the whole like terrorism thing. Yeah. But if that's not bad enough, we learn that the uh, mayor's going to dump him in the spring in favor of this new dude, Foley. Yeah. So uh, rough going for. <laughs> By James the way, Gordon. Foley, I, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> I couldn't either. I did, I did not think he got redeemed at the end. The, I will say this: they are really good with like in each of the films, like you know, giving you a cop to hate. Now yeah. the second one maybe not so much because you know one of the crooked ones was a was an uh, old guy, and then the other one like her mom was in the hospital, so it's like okay, it's hard to hate them. Well, you could uh, hate Harvey Dent; he was kind of a cop. I, I not really. Um, he was he was, in, he was internal affairs, and then he was DA. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, part one. They used one, to call him Two Face down when he was an IA. They did. They did used to call him <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> but no, the uh, crooked cop was like, oh, they don't like falafel. That guy in, in Batman Begins, easy to hate him. Oh yeah. Really easy. Really easy to hate Foley. Um, rich guys, in, or pardon me, not rich guys, like board members uh, in um, Wayne Tech as well. Like, there's usually like they cast that guy so well. And this one, Daggett, can't stand Daggett whatsoever. Um, two, who is the guy? Uh, little ginger guy. What's his name? Oh, Daggett's... Reese. Uh... Reese. Couldn't stand him. Like, I'm talking the Wayne guys, I, I, I hate oh, them Coleman more Oh, Coleman Reese, hate... yeah, yeah. Yes. The Wayne guys, I hate them more than I hate the villains in each film. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And there was the guy who uh, tried to uh, take Lucius's job from him in the first one. Yeah, I forget his name, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, hate those guys. Hate them more than the than the big bads, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, sorry, I derailed. That's okay. Yeah. So this this maid brings Bruce some food, and uh, Bruce Caesar. He's walking with a cane. And he's like, I couldn't help but notice you're wearing some nice pearls. Uh, only thing, I, I'm pretty sure those came from my mom, had a pair just like that. Turns out the woman is Selena Kyle, of course, Catwoman. She just tips over Bruce, which was uh, not a great first impression. <laughs> and uh, Like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. We later learn that she was not really after the pearls. That was just a bonus. She really wanted Bruce's fingerprints, which, of course, were on his safe. And then we uh, later on cut to 
John Blake, who introduces himself to Commissioner Gordon, doesn't sound like Blake buys the story about Batman killing Dent. More on yeah. that later. Yeah. But the Dent Act is successful because uh, we'll have to be chasing down overdue library books. Yeah. Back at Wayne Manor, Alfred has had it with Bruce. He doesn't leave the mansion. He's not interested in dating. He tries. He's like, oh, Marion to Tate, huh? Huh? About it. Yeah. And uh, tells him, you know, I always had this fantasy where, you know, I'd be retired. We go on vac. I go on vacation in Paris, and I'd see you in a cafe. Uh, you'd have a wife, a couple of kids, and we just simply nod at each other. And because I knew if you did that, you know, you'd made it. And that you'd be happy. Translation, you don't have to be Batman anymore, and you're okay with that. <laughs> and you've moved on from that part of your life. So, that will actually come up later. Yes, yeah, well. Back to Officer Blake, he finds a body in the river. There's an orphan. He goes to the orphanage to ask around. One of the kids tells him he was going down there, the tunnels, because you can find work down there. What? <laughs> What work the in hell? the sewer. I guess yeah. Bane's employing like petty thieves. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they kind of. Is this where they mention about kids aging out? Yeah. Because yeah, the implication being that yeah, like these kids are aging out and Bane is taking them in. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like the Foot Clan. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, Selena drops off Wayne's pa- uh Sorry, Wayne's prince, not parents. They're dead. Yeah, to so they- a. Uh, to- to a guy named Striver, and she brought a date to this dive bar where this is happening. Is this Striver, was... Striver, is that the Weasley guy that worked for Daggett? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably I like hate him, face. too. I don't I don't like his face, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. He was a good weasel. Yeah. Uh, but I loved this because she's, Selena Kyle's trying to trade Bruce's prints in exchange for a clean slate, which is a program you type in someone's name and it deletes them from every database so she can get a fresh start doesn't exist or does it we'll see later <laughs> but uh striver's like eh, no thanks uh we need a thumbprint by the way selena calls uh her friend on a cell phone she brings in the thumbprint and uh he's like okay well i've uh I'm double crossing you now and uh, i'm going to shoot you <laughs> Yeah, And she's like, actually, you won't, because that date is actually a missing cop. And he's like, oh, well, like they're going to look here for him. He's like, well, they might, because his cell phone I just used to call my friend. Very (laughs) clever. Very clever. Yeah. So the cops storm the place. She plays the damsel in distress. Uh, She leaves the cops. You going to call me? (laughs) And the cops get into a shootout with this unknown group. And, uh... They go down the sewer. Gordon and some cops follow the men into the sewers, but the cops are killed. Gordon is captured by some mercenaries and brought to Bane. So, that's great. They brought the commissioner. Yeah, and Bane's like, what the hell? (laughs) He's not happy about this. Why would you do this? Yeah. uh, He's like, search him. Then I'm killing you. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh... He pulls out the old speech about the real Harvey Dent, and Bane looks at this, and he's like, okay, this is good. This is a a tool we can use for later. Mm -hmm. Gordon, who was already shot in the leg, rolls off this platform into the water. They shoot at him. 
And they're, what, the guy he promised he to kill, he's like, oh, we definitely got him. He's dead. He's like, so show me his body. He <laughs> pop, Bane then pops him in the leg and he throws him follow, into the water, too. <laughs> follow him! <laughs> I don't know why he needed to pop and shoot his leg, but uh, whatever. Man. The next day, Blake goes to Wayne Manor and uh, basically he talks to Bruce and tells him, I know you're Batman. So, yeah, I like how he got past Alfred. He's like, uh, Mr. Wayne does not take un- un- unexpected calls, even from the police. Mm, like, All right, I'll just get a, a uh, get a warrant, warrant. and have yeah, him wanted for the murder for of Harvey Dent. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. It's clever. It is clever, yeah. Well, Blake still believes in the Batman. And he tells him about this Bane character. And Bruce does some research on him. He finds out Bane and his men are mercenaries who help secure mining operations for John Daggett in West Africa. Mm. And Bruce asks Alfred... I wonder if they bless the rains down in Africa. Hmm. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe Daggett does, because he actually is successful, unlike Bruce currently. Because, yeah, exactly. Uh, Bruce asks Alfred, he's like, hey, how come we stop funding the orphanage? And Alfred's like, well, we funded it from the profits of Wayne Enterprises. And in order to do that, there has to be profits. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Bruce visits... Uh, <laughs> Bruce visits uh, Dr. Jim Dangle. <laughs> yes! He tells him... Uh, new, yeah. Hey, he was new coat goofing. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, he tells him, he's like, hey, you got no cartilage in your knees and barely any in your elbows. So I don't recommend base jumping or whatever the hell he was doing. Yeah. Um, I did at least like that touch because it's like, yeah, being Batman does take its toll on you. Yep, absolutely. Uh, So Bruce puts on a ski mask and pays Gordon a visit, asking about Bane. And Bruce then heads to a charity ball. He's uh meets Miranda Tate there for the first time. And then he has a dance with Selena, who uh, is also there. And Selena basically subscribes to the Robin Hood philosophy of steal from the rich and give to the poor. So a real tale yeah. of two cities this movie is. Heyo. So Bruce goes to Wayne Enterprises and Lucius Fox tells him he lost the money from a failed project investment. But there is hope. We've got a new investment, and it's Miranda Tate's project. Something about renewable energy. It's always renewable energy. or It always is. Yeah. Uh, Fox then wants to show, he's like, ah, old time's sake, let me show you this new gadget. And uh, it's a big yeah. wear. Yeah, Lucius is like, you don't want, like, this usually ends with an odd request. And Batman's like, uh, no, not this time. Yeah. Well, and... he takes him. Takes him to this warehouse full of a bunch of camo tumblers, which is the Batmobile. Yeah. Uh, he shows them the Batplane. So we get the... I like that each movie introduced a new vehicle. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, he says... I you was know, ready for the Bat unicycle, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> the Bat scooter. Yes. So he, d- he says, you know, it works fine except the autopilot. It just needs a new one. Like, All right. That's going to come back later. Yep. Bruce then applies the magic knee brace, which fixes his knee. Of course, yes. Uh, That's how how that works. Yep. Alfred then tells Bruce about Bane. He says, you know, 
there was this pit, which was the worst prison on Earth. And Bane was born there, and he escaped, and he used to be a member of the League of Shadows, but Ra's al Ghul excommunicated him. And he's like, imagine, a man too extreme for Ra's al Ghul is not to be trifled with. And I was like, okay, this is a great build to the villain. We've established uh, how bad Ra's is from the first movie, and he's way back worse. And uh, Bruce doesn't seem that concerned, honestly, which is a little ah. strange, but... Uh, he basically was just like Bane Schmain. Yeah, it's a real, uh, it's a real Rocky Three vibes. Yeah, a lot of hubris for sure. Well, Bruce tells Alfred, he's like, you know, you're afraid if I go out there, I'll fail. And Alfred says, I'm afraid you'll want to. Yes. Mm. So we cut to, oh boy, cut to the stock exchange. Which is, in, and I will have a rant coming up uh, after I describe this scene. Which is invaded by Bane and his men. They shoot up the place as Bane executes some trades. Absolutely <laughs> zero of those trades would go through. <laughs> yeah, he's just on. Uh, he's just on the Robinhood app, just making some trades. Yeah, absolutely none of those would go through the stock exchange. Every trade in the stock exchange that day would be like disregarded. Well, meanwhile, Blake is arguing with a cement mixer driver outside who's not moving his truck. That's important. Yeah. Um, Bane and his men leave the stock exchange. Credit this. It was a cool chase scene. We got the motor. They were all in motorcycles, which was good. So they were able to escape. They had hostages on the back, which was kind of cool. But who should save them but Batman on the bat cycle? And we meet Peter Foley here. He's like, ah. I'm going to do what Commissioner Gordon never could do and capture Batman. Hey, Foley, dipshit. Um, <laughs> Gordon never captured Batman because he didn't want to. I know. I, I caught that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Batman stops one of the mercenaries, steals his tablet, which I believe is the first time we've seen a tablet on the podcast. I think so, yeah. And he is, he uh, they got him cornered in an alley, but, of course, the Batplane is there, and uh, he rescues... Or, uh, he, Flies away. Um, I have a couple more things to say before my rant. Uh, yeah. I want to. I want to get all this scene and uh, you know packed away. Elsewhere, mm-hmm. Daggett is paid a visit by Selena Kyle, who is in full Catwoman attire. She wants the clean slate program she was promised for Bruce's prince. Daggett tells her, "Clean slate program does not exist," and uh, which it probably shouldn't. That's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Seems too good to be true, like he said. So then a bunch of mercenaries surround her, but Batman is there to make the save just as Bane shows up. So that's their first meeting. Yeah. And then uh, Batman asks her, what did you do with Bruce's fingerprints? She said, I sold him to Daggett. I don't know what he wanted him for. Back at the Batcave, Alfred tells Bruce he doesn't like his chances against Bane. Bruce is like, eh, he's just a dangerous mercenary. I'll deal with him. And then Bruce tells Alfred to find out what all the trades were made today. And Alfred says, I will. And I'll meet with Fox about this. But uh, after that, I'm done. Alfred says, I won't bury any more members of the Wayne family. And Bruce says, uh, he's like, look, you know, Rachel was my way out. And that didn't work out. And Alfred's like, no. Uh, Bro, she's just not that into you. Yeah. What if? Hypothetically, yeah. uh, Rachel wrote a letter saying that she chose Harvey over you before she died. And what if, to spare you, I burned that letter 
and um, Bruce is uh, not happy about this. He's just like, how dare you use her against me like that? And and then, uh, last thought before the rant, next day, Fox shows up, tells Bruce, hey, you made a series of bad trades and lost all your money, and Daggett is set to acquire Wayne Enterprises. Mm. <laughs> he did say, I'm, I'm at least glad they threw this in. For what it's worth, he's like, you know, long term we can prove fraud, but it is, uh, in the meantime, we're screwed because it was verified by fingerprint. Yeah. No, 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 no. How about in an hour we can prove fraud? Uh-huh. Because, let's see. What's... There is, I'm assuming cameras at this stock exchange. Why wouldn't <laughs> there be? Yes. And you know where Bruce Wayne was not on that day? Yeah, Bruce Wayne, who, who, and we established in the last movie, you gotta go 5,000 miles to find someone who doesn't know your name, or 500, whatever the hell it was. So, everyone's gonna notice if Bruce Wayne is there. He's nowhere on the security footage. I'm sure he has an alibi, or maybe he doesn't, because he's a recluse now. Yeah. But either way, he's not on the security footage. And... So... A terrorist attack happens at the stock exchange... I'm sure you can timestamp when the trades were made to coincide with the terrorist attack. Yeah. And you can see, probably zoom in on the little tablet that Bane's using, you can see that, yeah, you know, if he's anything like me, he's probably investing in FUBU, which is completely bombed. FUBO, FUBO TV, not FUBU. Uh, okay. FUBU's fine. FUBO TV. Yeah. So yeah, maybe he's like me and invested in Fubo TV, thinking it might be like the big Netflix, and now it's dropped to three dollars a share. Maybe he did that to Bruce, uh, and and lost a lot of his money, like I lost a lot of mine. But it's like this should be cut and dry. This should be we don't need to do an investigation. This is very obvious what is going on. And look, it did lead to the cool chase scene, but I'm sorry, this I just couldn't get past this. This made no sense. Look, if you wanted to have like Bruce lose all of his money, which is fine, that's a good idea, but I don't know, have like a hacker break into his accounts. Maybe he wired a bunch of money to crypto wallets or something. And we can't trace the money. You could be like, oh, they went to crypto wallets in Russia and China. We can't trace them. Okay, a little unrealistic that a billionaire's money could be depleted that quick. But it makes more sense than what happened. And yes. yeah, maybe you don't get the action scene. I don't know. You can always find a reason for an action scene. But yeah. I don't know. This was ridiculous that uh, Bruce just goes broke one day. And it's like, oh, we verified it by fingerprint. It's like, but you can see on the camera that Bruce is not the one putting in his fingerprint. Yeah. It's Bane probably holding up a piece of paper to this computer screen to scan his fingerprints. That is funny to think about. I just, yeah, Bane on the Robinhood app. Just yes. invest in Fubo TV. Oh, you my know? God. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's like... I don't get it. I don't get it. This was a thing that this is this is the type of thing that keeps this movie from being all time great. Stuff yeah. like this. Yeah. <sighs> Do you have anything to add? Because that was no. You I you hated that. That I said my piece and you said everything else. Well, the end game isn't bad because Bruce is broke, which is a cool idea. So uh, whatever. Yeah. 
So Fox then uh, meets with Tate, shows him his new investment, his machine, clean energy, blah, blah, blah. Bruce then says this power source can be turned into a nuclear weapon, but only that the only person who knows how to do that is Dr. Pavel, and he's dead six months ago. And Bruce That's then put, really convenient, by the way. Yeah. Well, Bruce then puts Tate in charge of Wayne Enterprises, because he knows that he can't do it anymore. <laughs> yes, yeah, he has been ousted. Mm-hmm. Next day, at a board meeting, Daggett is now on the board of Wayne Enterprises. He's ready to take over. And then uh, he's like, why is Bruce Wayne here? Get him the hell out. And then, (laughs) to be fair, Bruce leaves. (laughs) He does leave, He's like, well, I've been ousted. Uh, I guess he's right. Mm -hmm. And then he leaves. He's going down. Everybody's like, Bruce, how's it feel to be poor? (laughs) God. And so repoing his car. Yeah. Well, Daggett is furious that Tate is in charge of Wayne Enterprises. He meets with Bane. He's like, how could this happen? Your plan you're, didn't work. You're an idiot. You're hit <laughs> on the stock exchange. It didn't work, my friend. <laughs> he's like, I'm paying you, and you screwed up. This whole thing didn't work. And he's like, when he says, I'm paying you, he's like, this gives you power over me? Yeah. Um, Striver's going to leave, by the way, and Daggett's like, no, 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 I'm in control here. Yeah, and he's like, do you feel in control? <laughs> I think he breaks his neck, but then we also see him screaming in the next room, so I'm not sure what he did. Either way, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bruce goes from the goes back to his home, which is now a boarded up mansion. The uh, city goes to work pretty fast. So yes. I wrote, you know all these stories about rich people when something bad happens to them, they get treated better than the common people? Uh, apparently that's not true in Gotham, because they're... Uh, <laughs> They're ready to move on from Wayne Manor, and they're not giving Bruce a second chance. I mean, he got to keep his house, though. But he can't get in. He had to break into his house. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. He breaks in with Miranda Tate. Power gets shut off. Uh, They end up sleeping together by the fire. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they... uh, Like I said, if... I I imagine if something... if randomly Jeff Bezos became broke, I'd imagine there'd be an investigation like, well, this can't be right. Oh, she also had the uh, the iconic line of suffering builds character. What well, does? Couldn't agree more. The next day, Batman meets with Catwoman to go after Bane. And she leads him right into a trap. <laughs> yeah. And Bruce still fawns over her after this. Mm-mm-mm. Uh... Bruce, or, uh, Batman walks into this room, the gate shuts behind him, and Catwoman's just like, okay. And then this is where Bane <laughs> immediately... I'm just going to stick around and see how this shakes out. Yeah, Bane immediately addresses him as Bruce Wayne, so now yeah. she knows. And uh, I wrote here, Bane then proceeds to just beat his ass. <laughs> beat his ass and make fun of him in the process. <laughs> it was a squash match. You thank the darkness as your ally. Hey. Enough of hey, that. Sully. What's up? I thought we'd make it through one without him. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, he hits him with that, you think, you will think the darkness is your ally. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was born in it. Molded by it. I never knew the light light of day until I was a, what did he say? I don't know. Something. <laughs> Something. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, Batman tries all these gadgets on him, and they fail. Yeah. And then, uh, just like in the comic, Bane gives Batman the big, famous backbreaker. Roderick Strong would be proud. Mm-hmm. Which, in the comics, breaks Batman's back, and in the movie, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Batman crippled. And he wakes up, or Batman does, and yeah. uh, he says he he's basically in the prison that Bane escaped from. Yeah. And he's like, you know, somehow there's a TV in this prison, <laughs> which is wild. Um, yeah. And they get cable, U.S. cable. Oh, my and, God. And uh, he's like, look, I'm sending you to hell while you watch your city burn, and then you have my permission to die. <laughs> I like to think, just for fun, that, like, occasionally it shows, like, reruns of Golden Girls or something. Sure. Yeah, that'd be a good time. that'd be a good time. Batman just sitting there, broken back, trying to heal up. And thank you for being a friend. Yeah, good stuff. Well, I do love this though. Bane could kill him now. Yeah, but he's just such a supervillain. Like you he's can't do that. A, you can't do Ozymandias. You have to build yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't. Again, it it goes back to the, like Ozymandias or like Doctor Evil and Scott Evil. Just mm-hmm. like why don't we shoot him? No, Bane... You don't get it, Scott. I mean, to be fair, Bane has a logic behind it. He's like, you would welcome that. That's not punishment. Yeah, I suppose. I guess, but... But even still, it's like... been successful. Even still, it's like, put put your ego aside for a second, Bane. Think to yourself, what ensures my victory in this? No Batman? No possibility of Batman? Like, absolutely no possibility? Because... It is highly unlikely, but it is possible he gets out of here. Yeah, well, he didn't but, think so. But he can't possibly come back from being dead. I did love, uh, during the fight, he's like, oh, by the way, here's where we are. And he puts his a button, oh bomb explodes on the ceiling, and one of the tumblers just falls down into the room below. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's we're like, right. I've been here the whole time, bitch. <laughs> I've been operating right underneath your manor this whole time. Yep, it's great. Yeah. I love the use of the tumblers. Uh, they just look so menacing as camo. <laughs> they really, yes, I agree. Uh, cut to an airport. Selena Kyle's trying to leave, but she is arrested by Blake. Yeah. Uh, cut to Bane. Oh yeah, dropping off Bruce. I went out of order here. Uh, but yeah, he. You know when when Gotham burns to ashes, you have my permission to die. Meanwhile, Selena is sent to prison. Mm-hmm. A men's prison, which I don't think yeah. is legal. Nope. Uh, meanwhile, again, Bane kidnaps... I don't know why I put again. This is his first time doing that. Yeah. He kidnaps uh, the Wayne Enterprise board. Uh, back at the pit, Bruce watches uh, someone attempt this impossibly far jump to escape, mm-hmm. and he fails. And uh, only one person has ever made it, a child. Bane. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's so, a, by the way, classic game of telephone right there, as we will find out later. Exactly. Yeah. So back in Gotham, the police storm the sewers looking for the missing board members. So maybe the police do treat the rich better. I don't know. Yeah. Just not just not Bruce Wayne apparently. And well, Bane has Tate and Fox turn on well, this think machine. About it. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Think about it though. Bruce Wayne, he's a dick. 
he's he's Martin Shkreli. No one likes him. Yeah, that's true. But he was wronged. Fair <laughs> he enough. was the victim of a crime. Fair enough, yes. He should have been a hacker instead of uh, whatever the hell they did with the fingerprints. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so Bane and Tate, they turn on the machine. This is where Tate's just like, ah, let's just do it. We're just going to delay him like a 30 seconds. If we don't, they'll figure out a way to do it anyway. So they do it. And Dr. Pavel's there. Um, Bane's like, hey, pull the, uh, pull that core out of there. <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, that'll turn it into a nuclear bomb. And uh, it'll blow. And he's like, yep, in about five months. And uh, he's like, all right. So Blake, who's now a detective, he finds the same cement mixer in front of the stock exchange, and he made it. He's like, hey, you know this uh, this cement mixer made it tougher for police to get through. And as a detective, I can't believe in coincidences. So what the hell are you doing here? And the two dudes just attack him. Yeah. <laughs> he kills them, <laughs> and uh, yeah. He then realizes, oh, they're not making cement; they're making bombs. That's not good. No, that is not good. Elsewhere, the mayor is off to a football game as uh, Blake is trying to warn everybody that the cops are all walking into a trap. At the game, we get our cameo of the Steelers. And that uh, beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. As Heinz Ward returns a kickoff uh, for a touchdown, but the yeah. field behind him is blowing up. Yeah. And his uh, team and opponents and everyone's dead, I assume. Yeah. Well, at least he got the touchdown. He did get the tutty, for sure, yeah. I've seen the, uh, I don't want to say unedited, I guess it's unedited, the the footage of this without the special effects. It is kind of cool. Oh, really? You get, like, it's Heinz Ward, and he's just running on the actual uh, Heinz Field. Just kind of, yeah. I just kind of realized that just now, Heinz and Heinz. Huh. I am different. Spelling, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people already knew that. But anyway, uh, he's running on Heinz Field, and there's like these flashbangs that go off around him. And uh, they edit in the field to like show it crumbling behind him. Hmm. Interesting. kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, Special sound effects. Sure. Uh, by the way, what do you think the NFL would do if something like that happened? Would uh, Would the Gotham and the uh, Rapid City teams just like forfeit the rest of their games or something? Uh, I'm sure Roger Goodell would make them field uh <laughs> you'd probably make them field like replacement players and continue their, on with the season yeah put in their practice squad so they can finish the season yeah like be like oh no you guys can play on tuesday because you've got to replace 50 guys yeah guess you better sign some usfl and xfl players and get oh on it gosh yeah yeah well um so bane comes out on the field He's like, hey, everybody, this is Dr. Pavel. And they're like, oh, he's dead, but no, it looks like him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, there's a bomb inside the city, and um, who can disarm it, Dr. Pavel? He's like, only me. He's like, thank you. Kills him. <laughs> yeah. And Bane says, listen, this bomb is uh, mobile. <laughs> it's in a truck. There's multiple trucks, some dummy trucks. Yep. Driving around the city at all hours, and uh, he says, "Listen, if uh, if anyone from the outside tries to interfere, there is a mysterious trigger man in the city who is a Gotham citizen." Wow, Bane! Wow. 
and they will blow up the bomb. Wow. And as he says this, every bridge but one is blown up in Gotham. Trigger so, man? Really? Yeah, or trigger woman. Wow, Bane, cancel. Tr- trigger person. That's what, that's what, yeah, 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 that's what, uh, that's what the citizens of Gotham should have done. She got real woke, be like, canceled. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. canceled, Bane. Well, yeah, as I said, um, he, uh, he blows up every bridge except one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm trying to think. There's the, uh, the, it's the three rivers in Pittsburgh, the Allegheny, the Ohio, and the... Mono, oh god, what is it? Monogalia? Monogalia? Sure. I don't know. It's the one no I'm, one remembers. <laughs> I'm not from Central PA. I wouldn't know. Yeah, uh, it's the three rivers: Ohio, Allegheny, and uh, Monogalia. That Mon- sounds right. I don't know. Whatever. I believe. Anyway, yeah. That's where it was filmed. Yeah. So that's what happened. Uh, Bane then appears in front of the prison. This is a great scene. I love it, where he's got the tumblers, guns, just turned on everybody. (laughs) And he says, you know, there's a lot of people in here because of this dent act. But you were all misled. He then reads the letter that Jim Gordon wrote about Harvey. And he's like, you know, Harvey Dent was going to murder my son. And we put him on a pedestal for the sake of justice. And to my shame, I've had to keep this in, you know, inside of me for years as we, you know, we praise this man. But, uh, yeah, and he tears up the picture of Harvey Dent. And he's like, all these people who are in here are not in here for the right reasons, so uh, I'm going to free them because they were in wrongly, wrongfully prisoned. And he uses the tumbler. They blow a hole in the wall of the prison. And uh, all the prisoners are free. People take to the streets. And uh, just like that, Gotham is under mob rule. And the rich are drugged from their homes. There's a new justice system established. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this uh, this is the start of where Bane is actually winning. Dare I say he won at this point. As has he met the have we met the US army yet no they can't come into the city uh, but i'm saying like they're like at the bridge have they come to the bridge yet yeah yeah they're at the bridge yeah that's okay, okay. tale of uh, tale of two cities here avengers um you know that little uh, conglomerate of uh political Congressmen, women were like, "Hey, we'll blow up Manhattan," and the Avengers were like, "Hey, let's not do that." <laughs> quite the contrary here in this one, the bad guys are like, "Hey, guys, let's blow up Gotham," unless you keep people from leaving, and the army's like, "Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure." Yeah, this is. I'm conflicted on it. I love this part of the movie because it's something. It's like the villain is one at this point. I hate that he still wants to blow up the city at the end. I wish it was just, I did it. This is what Gotham should be. This should be under my control, but only because I'm right and everyone else is wrong, and I'm getting rid of the Dent Act because it was established under false pretenses, which it was. Yes. Uh, It may have done good, but it's like, doesn't matter. It was under false pretenses. I'm freeing all the prisoners, even if they don't deserve it. Yeah. Um, The rich, I don't like them. They, uh... 
you know, this is a total like anarchist uh, mindset, and it's yeah. interesting. And it's like, okay, let's have let's let's bring the rich out into the street. We're all going to divide it up evenly. I'm going to be in charge, but like also the people rule. I'm going to convince them they rule, even though it's still still me. Yeah. Uh, I wish this was it. I wish he was just like, we're good. Instead, he still has a stupid bomb. I don't. Well, here's I didn't thing. like that part. He, he has to have that bomb. I like that he has the bomb, but yeah. I hate that it's going to blow up no matter what. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I was going to say he has to have the bomb because otherwise, like, again, what's going to stop U.S. military from coming in and neutralizing him? Uh, here's what I wish. I wish when he saw that Batman was showing up, I wish he decided, okay, let's arm the bomb. We said okay. no outside interference, and Batman's outside interference. So okay. if they had changed it a little, again, I would have liked that. But I wish like this was his end game and he achieved it. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's pretty cool. But okay, I can see that. I mean, he's it's like I said, he's he's convinced them that they're all free, but he's really like he's patrolling the streets with, you know, yeah. tanks. You're, so you're living he's under, really he's really not. You are living under communist rule. Yeah. Uh, so back in the hole, prisoner tells Bruce that uh, you know Rosal Ghoul's baby mom, she was sent to this pit where she had a child who was born during, and then there was a riot. Mom was killed, but the child had a protector. The prisoner then... The game of telephone yeah. continues, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Bruce is just like, yeah, Bane's the kid. I get it. I get it. I get it. Bane is Bruce, or Bane is Ra's kid. Yeah. And then the uh, the prisoner then helps Bruce fix his back by, like, hanging him on a rope. He's like, oh, you got a vertebrae sticking out. Let me just Strip elbow step. that right into place. Yeah. Um, painful. Yep. Uh, so then Bruce has a dream... And we see Ra's al Ghul. Hey, uh, isn't that old freaking Qui-Gon Jinn? Uh, yes. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yep. Um, Liam Neeson himself. Liam Neeson, the guy from Taken? Yeah, and Darkman. Darkman, yes. I think they're yeah. remaking. I'm excited about that. Are they actually going to remake Darkman? That's what I heard. I hope so. If they do, uh, he's got to be in it at some point, I would hope. Uh, he could be the guy at the end. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, instead of Bruce Campbell. Yeah, exactly. Well, Bruce, uh, yeah, he has a dream. He sees Ra's al Ghul. He's like, oh, you know, Bane is your kid. And Ra's is like, listen, you need to understand, Gotham is beyond saving, and it must be allowed to die. And uh, we fast forward a little, Bruce can walk again, kind of. Sort of, yeah. Well, back in Gotham, it's winter, so a few months have passed. Yeah. See the tumblers patrolling the streets. You know, every the police are all encaged in the uh, rubble, and pretty much everybody's miserable. <laughs> and uh, Bruce has, uh, back in, sorry, uh, back at the pit, I should say, Bruce has rehabbed enough. He's going to attempt the jump. He goes for it, misses. Another prisoner tells Bruce, you know, you know the child did it. But the child was born here, born in hell, and forged by pain. And the child made it during a riot. And we see the protector lifting the child up to make the jump. And before, right after that, we see the protector just jumped and just beaten uh, within an inch of his life by a bunch of other prisoners. Inch of their life. Mm-hmm. Back in Gotham, we see Blake Gordon and Captain Jones, who is the second week in a row for a Rescue Me cast member. Really? Shout out Franco. <laughs> I suppose, yes. 
Uh, he won't be in here long, but uh, <laughs> they're trying to come up with a plan, and the bomb is on this truck, and there's multiple trucks driving around the city. They're all lined with lead, so no one knows which truck has the bomb. That's difficult. Yeah. Uh, Fox and Tate show up, and they learn that the bomb will go off in 23 days no matter what. Can't stop it, Dr. Pavel's dead. So, some of Bane's men show up, and Bane kills Captain Jones, so it's the end of him. They yeah. round up the living and round them up for trial. He's like, um, hang these bodies where the world can see, which I wish we got a visual of that. That would be cool. Uh, Yeah, Nolan was never going to do that. He doesn't even show blood. Yeah, that's true, but it's like the the hanging in front the hanging of the criminals in front of the courthouse. Oh yeah, it'd be just like Sean Bean's head in freaking uh, Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, that's that's that it's right up Bane's alley. Yeah, for sure. So back in the pit, Bruce is now over two on escape attempts. And <laughs> one of the older prisoners, he tells me like, "You know, the kid did it without the rope." Which by the way, there's a rope uh yeah. that they fic- I don't know. Before, before maneuvered that uh, if you miss, you get caught by the rope. You still slam against the side of the prison, but look, you don't fall to your death. Before you say anything, you're going to be like, you might be like, oh, why doesn't he cl- climb the rope? My headcanon is like the implication being the other prisoners would basically go crabs in a bucket and like pull you down if you tried to climb the rope. They would shake the rope. I don't think it was... High up. I don't think it was high up enough. I think it. I think the rope was, like the anchor point was in the middle of the pit, so that when mm. you fell, like the rope was long enough, but the, yeah. it, you could throw it out of the hole, but there's nothing to hook onto. Yeah. But it's like, you you jump, you miss, you get caught, but you still slam into the wall, but you're not but, dead. Yeah, you're not dead. Yeah. So. That's always good, to not be dead. Yes. I'm always a fan of not dying. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently you need you, – you got to get rid of you got to get rid of the safety net. That's what – that's the key. That is the key. But I'm just going to say, I mean, man, my dad died once. Haven't seen him since then. So I'm not a fan of dying. <laughs> Anti-death. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going out on a limb here. But, yes, Caleb Baldwin, anti-death. Controversial. Yes, very much so. Well, back in Gotham, Striver is brought to Judge Crane. He's like, I know Bane! I know Bane! <laughs> yeah. He's the scarecrow. He's like, ah, but you were still one of the rich guys, so, uh, death or exile? He's like, oh, well, exile. Exile. So he is sent to a frozen river where he has to walk across it, and if you make it, then you're good. But he falls through the what ice and dies. Say? What does that guy say? Like, walk on the thick ice? Is that what he says? Yeah. But it's... I don't know. It's just not cold enough to freeze through. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So elsewhere, Gordon pays fully a visit. His wife answers the door, of course. Yeah. And uh, he says, Bane would never... Like, you know what you were, what, what I'd be risking if you still had a wife. <laughs> well, uh, he says, you know, Bane would never give control to a normal person. It's all Bane. He's got the trigger. And Foley's like, I don't want to help. <laughs> Yeah. Elsewhere, Bruce Wayne finds. Oh, I guess I wait a minute. <laughs> he hasn't made I... out of the pit yet, dude. Yeah, I meant to say when um... I jumped ahead in my notes. He um... 
Bruce goes for the third jump after he's told the child did without the rope. He does not use the rope, and this time he makes it. Then all the stuff with Striver happened. Yeah, and that's when Why Do We Fall plays, and it's you got the chant. And they're chanting Rise, by the way. Mm-hmm. So Bruce makes it out of the pit. He just he does at least toss down a rope, so he's yep. like, ah, here you guys go. Yeah. Come on, fellas. So elsewhere, Bruce Wayne finds Selina. Bruce says, if you help me, uh, you'll get this. It's the clean slate. So maybe it does exist. Mm. Bruce says, uh, you know, he says, look, I need you to just blow up a hole in this tunnel. We'll get people out. And uh, he's like, well, I know you think there's more to me, but uh, sorry to keep disappointing you. (laughs) Yeah. Bruce is uh, quite the cuck. She already turned on you, gave yeah. you up to Bane. She stole your fingerprints, and you're just like, ah, but she's hot. Yeah, exactly. There's more to her. Like, is there? Yeah. I don't think there is. I think there's less. I don't think there is, Bruce. So Bruce says he needs to find Fox, because the bomb is going off tomorrow. So uh, for all the people, like, how did Bruce get back to Gotham? Well, the last time we had the bomb update was 23 days, and now it's one day. So he had three weeks. He figured yeah. it out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Come on. That now. is not. I don't think that's a good complaint. I mean, he was walking towards a town when he left the pit that looked pretty nice. I guess. By, you mean American? No, it was like a. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like a, a slum. It looked yeah. like a. I don't know, a palace out in West Africa, or something. Mm. I don't know. He's Bruce Wayne. He could have figured out a way to get home. I wonder if they blessed the rains down there. No. It's the second time I made the joke in this episode. And if you give me another out, I'm going to. Uh, I will not. Good. So Bruce finds Fox and Tate, and they meet up with Catwoman. Fox takes Bruce to an armory, and Bruce loads up on his gear. Elsewhere, Gordon and the others are sent out onto the frozen river. Um, Oh, my God. I I think I went over that line already. He's like, if you think we're going out on that ice, you got another thing coming. And like, okay, death by exile. <laughs> uh, but Batman shows up. He say he takes out all the guards around Gordon, mm-hmm. and uh, he lights up a flare. Um, perhaps Bruce could have spent his time better time than doing this. He is a gas trail from the lake or the river, rather, all the way up to the top of the bridge with the bat signal. Yeah, and Bane sees it. He's just like impossible. <laughs> also, I feel strategically that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Like, why wouldn't you want Bane to think you're dead? Well, he wants to give or people hope, prison, I guess. Prison, rather. Well, I did love this scene where uh, Blake's caught by a bunch of uh, Bane's guards. Mm-hmm. He's he's lifted like a manhole cover and. Uh, He's like, all right, guys, come on up. And then, like, the, the guards catch him. And then the one's just like, all right, seal it. And then he just drops a grenade in there. And you just hear a bunch of people like, ah! Oh, my blows God. Up. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Batman saves him. He tells uh, Blake to get as many people across the bridge as you can because uh, in case we fail. Because, like I said, there's still the one bridge left. Yeah. So get them all off because it's going off no matter what. So who cares? <laughs> Exactly. So Batman uh, lends Catwoman the Bat Cycle and says, hey, open up the other tunnel. And she's like, okay, I will, but then I'm leaving. And he's like, ah, 
come on. <laughs> He's like, you know, sorry I keep letting you down, but you don't owe these people anything. Come with me. You've given them everything. He's not, like, everything. not everything. Not yet. <laughs> well, the morning comes, and all of Bane's um, army and the three tumblers, they have a standoff with the police, because uh, Catwoman did u- They did use the uh, actually the plane to free the police. Who's leading the police but old uh, Foley himself? Yeah, what a redemption. Yep, what a redemption. And, uh, you know, Bane's army's telling us, like, hey, you know, stand down or you will be, you will be fired upon. Mm-hmm. And well, then, Batman's plane swoops in and uses his EMP and disables the tumblers. Exactly. And then the policemen just get this surge of energy and they just charge, man. Yeah, it's like a Civil War battle. It's awesome. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Catwoman blows up the tunnel to leave the city, and maybe she does. We'll see. Maybe. Who knows? So Batman shows up and finds Bane. The two fight on the steps of City Hall. Meanwhile, Gordon looks for the truck with the bomb inside because he's going to plan a device to block the trigger. Yep. And uh, Blake gets a bunch of orphans onto the bus. First has them go around till the neighbors get off this island. And bomb's going off no matter what. Batman and Bane continue their battle on City Hall. This is where Bane just punches right through a cinder block, which is yeah. like, okay, tell me he doesn't feel pain, because uh, that would hurt. Yeah. Not a cinder block, but like a column. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Batman and Bane continue the battle into City Hall. He punches, uh, he tells Tate to seal, Miranda Tate to seal the door. Batman damages Bane's mask, which causes him to weaken significantly. Yeah. You have my permission to die. Mm-hmm. So Batman asks, where's the trigger? Where's the trigger? And then, yes, you have my permission to die. <laughs> and then Bane's like, how did you come back? And then Batman says, you think you're the only man who can escape? If You're the child of Ra's al Ghul. And then Miranda Tate says, but he's not the child of Ra's al Ghul. With the slow blade. Stabs him right in the side. That would hurt. Mm-hmm. Armpit area, I've heard, is the worst area to be stabbed in, other than, Ooh. like, your heart or neck. Huh. Um, he says, you know, he did give the trigger to a citizen of Gotham. Me. And yep. she tells Batman, Bane was my protector. And he client, uh, when I... She's Ra's al Ghul's daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my real name is uh, Talia al Ghul. And... When I climbed out of the pit, I found my dad. Him and his men, they stormed the pit. They found Bane. He was badly injured. She brought Bane into the League of Shadows, but Roz could only see a monster, and he excommunicated him, with his only crime being that he was in love with me. And uh, she says, we will honor my father and finish his work, and we get vengeance against the man who killed him will be an added reward. This is why I didn't mind. I know people are like, if Bane was excommunicated from the League of Shadows, why did he want to fulfill his destiny? Like, well, because uh, his daughter did, and he loved his daughter. That's why. Stupid. That's a bad criticism. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I still think he should have been happy, just mob rule. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, and she's like, okay, goodbye. And pushes the button, blocks the remote, because Gordon was successful. But... She's like, oh, well, still 11 minutes left. Bomb's going off. You guys are screwed. Goodbye. And uh, 
let's see. Oh yeah, she's like, uh, she tells Bane, she's like, goodbye, my friend. It's like, oh, she's like, don't kill him. Uh, let him watch his city burn and goodbye, my friend. And it's like, man, he's your protector and he loves you and you just drop the friend zone on him. <laughs> You're about to die. You might as well just, you yeah. know, kiss him on the cheek. His lips are unavailable. Do something, yeah. Meanwhile, on the bridge, Blake tries to negotiate with the police or military or whatever into letting the kids cross. He says that the city's going to blow up anyway. And they're like, "Ah, shoot at his feet. And uh, he's still crossing. And uh, he's like, come on, I'm on a cop too. Like, it's it's cool, let him cross. Yeah. Um, So Talia leaves. She gets in one of the tumblers. She just shoots Foley as she drives by, and he's dead. <laughs> yeah. He's just laying there. I'm like, okay. And uh, I love this part where Bane's like, Bane tells Batman, he's like, because he was given instruction to let Batman watch his city burn. He's like, we both know I have to kill you now. You'll just have to imagine the fire. <laughs> and then Bane is just blasted with a rocket from the Bat Cycle, and he's dead. Yeah. A uh, little anticlimactic, but it is. It is. It's also a rocket. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. would kill you. I'm not, you know. Yeah, but it's uh, the whole concept of Batman not getting to kill Bane. I think upset some people. I know it upset Josh Davis, friend of the show. Well, it's Catwoman, and she's like, uh, you know, I don't feel as strongly about this no killing thing as you. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Blake Cross. Oh, this is um. Yeah, Blake's trying to cross the bridge, and they just decide to blow it. Yeah. So, no more bridges. Yeah. Elsewhere, Talia's driving. Uh, she made it to the truck with the bomb inside. Batman and Catwoman both chasing it. One's in the plane, one's in the cycle. There's five minutes left on the bomb. Batman fires on the truck. He he's, has guns, and he's firing on the truck. He does kill the driver, so I guess Batman does kill people. I mean, sometimes you have to make an exception. Uh, and the truck crashes. Talia will die in the crash, so he kind of killed her, too. Good. He had it coming. Uh, yeah. So the truck crashes. Gordon's in the back. He makes it. And they, uh, Gordon, Bat- uh, Batman, and, no, Batwoman, and uh, uh, Blake, no, no, Blake's not there, Catwoman, they all confront Talia, and she's like, uh, you know, uh, bomb's going off. My father's work is done. Then she dies. And Catwoman's like, or Batman's like, we'll attach the bomb to the plane and send it over the harbor. Catwoman's like, well, just use autopilot. He's like, doesn't work. So he's attaching the bomb to the bat plane. Gordon's like, look, I've never cared who you are, but shouldn't the people know who saved them? He's like, well, a hero can be anyone, even someone who wraps a coat around a young boy. And uh, as as he's taken off, Gordon just says, Bruce Bruce Wayne? Wayne? Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, Batman then flies the bomb over the water as far as possible. It explodes. Everyone in Gotham was saved from the blast, but died months later from the radiation poisoning. Yeah, exactly. And Bruce (laughs) Wayne's dead. Or pardon Uh, me, Batman's dead. Then we get a scene. This was the scene that I mentioned earlier, that always chokes me up, where Alfred's just standing in front of Bruce Wayne's grave, and he's just sobbing. He's like, I'm sorry. I failed you. (laughs) It's so sad. And he pulls it off so great. And 
my eyes get a little watery. I won't lie. I get you. That was, I mean, that was his one goal. He's like, I just got to keep this guy alive, and I just couldn't do it. And he's yeah. Here's ah. the thing. While that is a very valid reaction for you to have, my reaction every time I see this scene is Bruce Wayne is such an asshole. <laughs> He kind of is. He kind of is. Tell him, like, hey, there's autopilot. I'm going to be good. Well, he he took the clean slate, too, um, as the implication, I think. I I know. I know. But still. But he also, we'll see later, he he, he lets Alfred, he gives Alfred the whatever. Yeah, I know. But still, like, in the moment, it's like, you let this guy grieve over you. That's true. I never thought about that. Now you're just going to nod at him. (laughs) Well, Blake, uh, we get the epilogue of every character. Blake tells Gordon he quit the Force, and he says, you know, we'll keep uh, his secret because the people, he says, uh, are you sure you want to keep this secret? Because the people need to know who saved them. And Gordon's like, they do. It was the Batman. And uh, Blake is um, given something in Bruce's will. We'll see what that is later. And Wayne Manor is donated to the city where it will be used as an orphanage. Uh, Blake goes to pick up his uh, what he inherited, I guess, from Bruce. Yes. uh, He had to use his real name. Yeah. Why don't you use your middle name? Yeah. Robin. Yeah. Okay, so she didn't say middle name. She said real name. So I feel like the implication is his first name is Robin. I thought she said middle name. She did not. Anyway, this would have been fine if you were going to make a Nightwing movie. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't. Now it's just a cringy line. Yeah, exactly. Well, Fox is then told by some engineers. He's like, you know, the uh, autopilot on this was fixed. <laughs> and then there's some guys going over the will, and they're like, well, we accounted for everything except a string of pearls. And it's like, well, we got to find it. Can't leave that on off uh-huh. the, the list. Then... Blake uses what Bruce gave him. It's just like some spelunking equipment. Yeah. <laughs> and he finds the Batcave, and it activates, and it's like, cool, Nightwing movie. You wish. Yeah. Well, then we end. Alfred is in Paris, sitting in a cafe, and this is I, this is where, I, I mean, you're right. Bruce did make Alfred think that he died, so that was wrong. Yeah, But I believe Bruce... I, I don't believe that this was, like, hokey, like, oh, what a coincidence. I believe Bruce found a way to track where Alfred yeah, went. And, yeah, and come he's on. like, I'm going to let gonna, Alfred know, look, and look. I'm going to let him know through his vision... His, not vision, his dream of me. No, you're right, and it's like, Bruce Wayne is the world's greatest detective, so it's possible. Yeah, and he's there with uh, Selena at the cafe. They nod at each other, and roll credits that is the dark knight rises we are done with christopher nolan movies at least for the foreseeable future and we are going to go ahead and grade this i said the 87 percent the 90 percent were low or were high and i do think they were this is still weaker than the dark knight and i'm going to give this an eight out of ten for all the flaws that we listed earlier yeah, I gave... What did I give Dark Knight? I gave Dark Knight I a nine and a half. Half, yeah, and I gave yeah, it I gave perfect... So I gave, I gave it... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you gave it the perfect ten. Yep. Batman Begins, we both gave eight and a halfs to. Yep. Hmm. See, this is better than Batman Begins. I disagree. Well, 
here's my issue with it. And like I said earlier, this should be like a nine or nine and a half. Yeah. Like it really should. If you'd have fixed that stock exchange scene and made it more believable. Yeah. That would have made all the difference in the world to me. And yeah. There's a couple other things. The cane was a little not great. The knee brace. Uh, yeah. Couple other minor things, but the stock exchange thing, huge, huge plot hole. Maybe not if Catwoman be so mean to Bruce. <laughs> yeah, come on now. Um, and I, I do think it's better than Begins, but I can't give it a higher grade than Batman Begins. So I will give it the same grade, but like it would be an eight point six. But I'm not going to do that, so I'm just going to say eight point five. Okay. But, yeah, this again. This should be a nine and a half, but yeah. they just a eh, couple things, couple things. But no, it was great. I'm so glad that Bane got some some justice. That's that's mainly as a Bane fan. Sorry, I'm so glad sorry. he was redeemed from the horrible portrayal in Batman and Robin. Do you mean you're you're so glad that Bane got some justice? Yes, justice. Yes, justice. So yeah, eight. The answer's justice. Eight and a half. I liked it better than Begins, but I'm gonna give them the same yeah. grade because it's 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 this movie's not a nine, so I yeah. can't do that. It no. should be, but you could, you could go eight and three quarters. No, we haven't done that. I can't do that. I mean, I've done that. Have you? I went like something in one quarter or something or the other. Hmm. Uh, way back when, God knows when. Uh, I went six and three quarters on the Rocketeer. Oh God! Yeah. Well, next week, episode man, one. By so the way, depressing. What's next week? Oh, oh, you're making a joke. Um, no, 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 it's not a joke. This is the. This was our. Um, I, I believe. I don't think we'll get a four pack of movies more entertaining than this. I mean, the lowest grade is an eight so far. We still have dread. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, we got Avengers, eight and a halfs all around. Amazing mm-hmm. Spider-Man, double eights. Dark Knight Rises, eight and a half and eight. Don't mm-hmm. know what Dread will be, but after that, 20, boy, does, boy does it fall off a cliff in 2013. 2013 looks awful. And, I mean, uh, other than Ghost Rider, 20, other than Ghost Rider and, no, other than Ghost Rider, 2012 was just yeah. awesome. I loved it. Hey, Probably my now. favorite year of the podcast. Yeah, funny how, by the way, Dread is going to come out on June 29th, and The Boys Season 3 will still be out, you know, dropping, you know, periodically every week on Amazon. So, double call Carl Urban. Yeah, well, speaking of Amazon, you can watch Dread on Amazon, or you should subscribe to Fubo TV because it's on there, too. Help my stock out. Really? This is on yeah. Amazon. It's on Amazon for free, is what you it says. To, oh, that's that makes perfect sense, actually. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Hulu Premium, Sling TV, Fubo, if anybody wants to subscribe, help me out. <laughs> I'm not my... Fubo. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, I thought they'd be, not the next Netflix, but, you know, I thought it'd be a good stock, but uh, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> Live and learn, buddy. Live and learn. I got baned. <laughs> <sighs> what a shame. Folks, so yeah, Dread next week on uh, blah, 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 uh, Amazon. Yeah, I think I already had Ooh. it recorded because it wasn't on Amazon. So but I, I'm guessing Amazon added Dread because of the boys. 
I would assume. Recently. I, it's got to be recent because when I went through, like, what's on TV coming up? And it's like, oh, Dread's on whatever the hell channel. Yeah. Uh, I'll record it and save it for a couple weeks from now, which I did, yeah. and it's there, but now it's on Prime. So I'll probably just watch it there because it's got F-bombs. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wonder if he drops any C-words as uh, Dread. Oh, I hope so. Because I know he does as Billy Butcher. Um, <laughs> I know he keeps the mask on, which Sylvester Stallone couldn't do. Yeah, that piece of crap. Folks, we thank you for listening. And um, oh, I think Eddie just left. No. So that's what that feels Oh, sorry. I blew that joke. <laughs> Try again. Okay. <laughs> so that's uh, what that feels like. Oh, my God. This is terrible. (laughs) Leave one more time. So that's what that feels like. Yeah. Uh You know what it is.